0: Ingram Smith, Bud Elliott, back again for another episode of the Knollcast. Uh, excited to uh, look ahead to the Florida game, but it's great to actually be back in my house for a while. So uh, look at that! Uh, I'll enjoy these next forty-eight hours or so. Um, but no, back doing the Knollcast, looking towards a UF game. As always, want to thank our friends at Prize Picks. I don't believe the card uh, that they've got their numbers out quite yet, as we're recording this uh, Wednesday. Um, uh, late morning, but, uh, they do have a fantastic promo and it's the old, you know, not technically a free square. Cause you, you know, squares would never be free. Uh, but it is what a half yard. Yeah. You could go more or less half yard on Christian McCaffrey. So, ooh, and not only, but if you were worried that includes receiving yards too. So, you know, uh, half yard rushing or receiving, deposit match with coupon code NOCAST. Keep an eye out for uh, our social medias, as my friend sitting there on the left of your screen is uh, one of the better people in the country at this, and uh, we'll keep moving on with our good friends at Price Picks. It's been a great year, and we thank them for their support, as always, Prizepicks.com. And tell your
1: relatives and friends at Thanksgiving dinner, obviously. Yeah. Or, well, maybe not at dinner, but like, like as you're waiting around for dinner and they'll be like, what are you looking at your phone? Like, oh, check out yeah, my prize know. picks.
0: When they get into politics, you just go, you know, I, I'd like to talk about, uh, you know, economics and uh, performance. And uh, yeah, I paid for half of a Thanksgiving dinner thanks to prize picks. So <laughs> no. uh, you guys can go on talk about politics. I'm just, a, I'm more a monetary policy type of person. so. I,
1: uh, that hey man it, it, everything is politics right
0: yes um
1: yeah. i mean not so uh little game in a swamp this weekend oh boy sunshine showdown <laughs> what, they, they try to put a name on this thing do, do we do we embrace the name the, the nah, sunshine showdown like name is <laughs> <laughs> i
0: mean I'm, I'm probably not yeah i'm, yeah, it's, I'm it's not a fan State, of the name Florida. i'll leave it at that yeah it is so yeah um, it's so FSU versus UF. It's two of those uh, you know, uniform color combinations that as soon as they get out on the field, it just feels like big time college football. And and part of that's because I'm in my late forties or late forties. I'm in my late thirties now, 40. And, you know, growing up, this would normally be a a game of one versus four or two versus three or something like that. So there's certainly a window of time, uh, that where this game was legitimately, uh, you know, from uh, you know 93 to 2000, uh, if you won this game, you had better than a coin flip chance of playing in the national championship and, uh, neither team's quite there yet, but, uh, I'd say Florida state's holding up there into the bargain a lot more than the gentlemen of Gainesville right now. So
1: I, I would agree with that. They, they do lead the all time series. Um,
0: yeah, if you oh, a few historical a... advantages for for University of Florida certainly uh, one or two, uh, but
1: yeah, uh, but uh, you know, what's if the you past wanna...
0: thirty years look like of the series? I'd be curious. Interesting, you that. ask. Like, like, okay.
1: so what would have changed in the last thirty years? Oh, the eighty-five scholarship era uh, <laughs> became upon us. Uh, yeah, FSU leads uh, then. Um, how about since integration of the sport?
0: Mm, that's if a good like benchmark. Yeah. Right.
1: Uh, yeah. If she leads, uh, I believe, after that. So, okay. you know, um, if you'd like people of all races to be able to play the game, yeah. uh, that that's a decent benchmark there. It was a little bit
0: different, you know, before uh, that happened. So um, you claim cling on to those, you know, victories of the early 60s, though, by all means, please. At,
1: absolutely. Uh, so, look, I think we thought this was going to be a, bu- a good ball game with both quarterbacks in. Uh, Now that both quarterbacks are unfortunately out, uh, I think this has, I mean, it's still the rivalry, right? It's still one of the games by which you measure yourself. And it's still a game that's got major juice to it, even though you don't have um, your Heisman contending quarterback and they they don't have their better than expected kind of decent transfer portal kid in, in Graham Mertz.
0: Quickly, Seward, by the Jordan way, was uh back at practice today. That's not, nice I did, man. On a golf cart, don't misconstrue what I'm saying. He's not practicing, uh, but that was a you know, great is a relative term, uh, when your you know, Heisman contending quarterback has to come back to practice on a golf cart. But it was great to see him walk out there with the quarterbacks. And uh, you know, it is my understanding that Jordan is uh choosing to delay things so that he can attend the game this week. Uh, down nice. on Saturday, so um, you know, forever with his teammates, and uh, you know, great, great visual to see the whole quarterback room make their way into practice this morning. That is awesome that
1: he'll be there at the at the ball game, man. I, I, I think I think the teammates will get, get some juice out of that, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Florida comes in five and six; they are about where Vegas expected them to be. You know, five and a half win total. For the preseason, they had some obvious issues. Oh, uh, quickly, by the way, to interrupt myself. I don't give a damn about these playoff rankings, right? Um, We told you this before Jordan got hurt on this very show, the last Wednesday show. If Washington beat Oregon State at Oregon State, we should expect them to jump FSU. They beat Oregon State. We expect to jump. Like, I really, I actually kind of take the committee at face value that they don't factor in the Jordan injury yet. There's just no reason to. Mm -hmm. They'll get two data points on how Tate Rodemaker plays, right? Either he plays well or he doesn't. Um, So, no, I'm not freaking out about that at all. Florida comes in five and six. Their offense has been, I think, in some ways better than expected, and in some ways probably a little bit worse uh, than expected. The run game has not been quite as good as I think. Uh, some Gators fans wanted them to be. Mertz played pretty well for them, although they don't ask him to do a whole lot. It, it, it's a lot of sort of uh, you know short throws. I think the receiving core has two dudes who are pretty damn good, or at least talented. Pearsall is, is an NFL guy, and, and Wilson, if he stays healthy, almost certainly will be. Um, defensively, they've had some problems, uh, and they've had some problems for about a solid month or so, even after their bye week. Dealer's Choice, where do we want to start here?
0: Yeah, let's start on defense. I mean, that is where, uh, you know, they're a bit of a mess. I do, I do think parts of their defense will probably overperform uh, as to what we've seen over the past couple of weeks. But uh, let's start there, then we can come back to the uh, offensive side of the ball. And, yes, the Pierce Hall name still rings familiar. The Pierce Hall, he of the only scholarship wide receiver of last year's game. Oh, my and God. Still put up. I don't know. <clears throat> way way too many yards anyway let's go back to that defense that's that's a hard game to forget
1: yeah yeah if if you're if you're judging that defensive staff oh man all right anyway but they've been better this year so this is a defense that gave up 33 to a pretty terrible kentucky team uh they gave up 39 to south carolina 43 to georgia now granted one of that i think was a blocked punt but if, if georgia wanted to score 50 they probably could have uh 39 to Arkansas albeit in overtime but still 30 in regulation in the swamp. Uh, 35 to LSU really is there's no real shame in that uh, to be honest in in, uh, in Baton Rouge and uh, 30 plus to Missouri. basically everybody's scoring 30 on these dudes right now mm-hmm. and I think they have a couple issues. Now uh, if you discuss some of the issues you've seen because there is one thing I wanted to pull up here that I need to uh, I need to import. Cause I sure. have a pretty good explanation of what they do.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, their weaknesses start at the linebacker position, uh, in my opinion, not, uh, not great there. I also don't, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm interested in this conversation. Cause I think some of their weaknesses, I don't know if Florida state can take advantage of like in the t- Kentucky game that you referenced, um, Kentucky just beat the hell out of them along the line of scrimmage. And I don't know if Florida state has the ability to do that. Um, there are parts of that offensive line that I think are healthier than maybe it was two or three weeks ago. But on the whole, that offensive line is still uh, banged up and going to deal with a relatively medium sized ceiling, let's say, just because of health. And I don't know, maybe, maybe, should you make the playoffs and you get, you know, three and a half weeks or whatever. Uh, that some of that would improve, some of it might not. I don't know. Not a doctor. Don't know the specs of all these kids' uh, specific ailments. But it appears as though you know this is a mash unit, and I don't know that you can mash them uh, in the manner that some of the SEC teams did that we just talked about in uh, when reviewing some of the scores. There, uh, the LSU score is respectable. What what was disgusting is the amount of offense that got slapped on them in the LSU game and some of the opportunities that didn't turn into points. Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, Tate is a, uh, a talented quarterback had, you know, it seems to be a decent amount of variance at times, but if you get good Tate um, you could score, you know, you could score 36 or 35, you know, you could score somewhere in the uh, six or seven touchdown range uh, as to, well, no, sorry. Not seven touchdowns. Let's say five to six touchdowns. I think you could legitimately score on this team, uh, have successful possessions. Uh, We'll see. The defense is lacking. It's weak in the middle. Um, I do expect their defensive line to probably play a little bit better than that of what we've seen over the past month or so from them.
1: I I, I think that's completely fair. Okay, Uh, I I found it just because I wanted to have a good schematic uh, explanation of what Florida does here. Uh, and let's hear it actually uh, from their defensive coordinator himself. Or is This
0: is, this, you know, it it is, yeah. Uh, is this get, uh, tool shed not toolbox? Uh, that that is that is correct. Love it. I um, can never never hear this enough. Let me see
1: here. Uh, full screen this. All right. Going around right. With, uh, which is a, you know, Can you hear this, by the way? No, well, I I can hear it. Absolutely. All right, here I'm, I'm. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start it now. Modern football is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know we're, we have a we don't have a toolbox we like to say we have a tool shed of schemes. Oh, yeah. you know what i tool mean shed. Our deal is we're going to be multiple four-down front team that play split safety man match, middle field close coverage. Um, we're going to pressure, you know, with where Creeper gets thrown around, right, which is a you know, four-man pressure versus the pass and a five-man pressure against the run. So it's a mixture of a fire zone and a cover three cover concepts. You know, we do some other stuff from a five-man uh, process that's different at a four-down front and three-down front. At the end of the day, you know, not many people are like us that are multiple in the back end and multiple in the front end. They're kind of one or the other,
0: right? They're different than Georgia's.
1: Whatever tools we need every week to play in this league, because each team's different. Vanderbilt's different than Georgia. Georgia is different than Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you got to have a scheme that is flexible to what you're seeing all the time, but also what your players can do. what so modern football is. Uh,
0: all right. So all right. Uh, I, you, you got that there. Um, look, the word I, creeper I gets think- thrown around some. I love that. There's a lot of there's a lot of phrases in that that are just absolute gold. Yeah. Uh, it, look. It's basically word salad that he's like
1: trying to impress people, you know, as far as um, like his knowledge of defense. I I, look everything he's saying is extremely uh, like, yes, a lot of good defenses do uh, what Florida is attempting to run. What Florida does not do very well is some of the fundamentals, right? They don't really take on blocks super well, especially at the second and third levels. Kentucky handled their, like, Florida's really, really big up front. They're not super twitchy, but they are pretty large up front. I mean, Cam Jackson, the kid they got from Memphis, is like 6'6", 360. I mean, they, they run Desmond Watson out there who's 6'5", 4'35". Mm-hmm. Not a misprint, not a typo, 4'35". Uh, and it basically has been over 400 since high school. Um, which you know is is an obvious red flag for for every Mount Cody that Alabama had, there's a guy like Watson who, you know, just can't get the the, the weight in check. Um, Caleb Banks, six five, three twenty. Tyree Sapp is six two and a 275. That's probably who who Jeremiah Byers is going to get at right tackle. Um, and then uh, Kay, you know, uh, Princeley is probably their best pass rusher. Uh, overall six four and a half two fifty five they are big they do not take on blocks very well from the safety and linebacker position they they just the fundamentals of this defense so far are are largely lacking and it leads to explosive plays at times by opponents um their coverage guys are Some of them are okay. Like Jason Marshall is a guy who I think will probably have a chance to go pro early after the season. But I don't think that Mitchell and Castell are are amazing, to be honest. Um, This is a defense that is gettable. Mike Norvell is a very good offensive coach. Tate's going to have to play well, or at least decently well, uh, going in there. But I do think you will have opportunities to hit explosive plays. Because they're not twitchy up front, or maybe he would just do this anyway, because this is what Armstrong likes to do. And in this way, a lot of Florida fans would call him Baby Kirby, but but I think he actually it resembles more of like Baby Grantham, uh, both in 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 face and in in style. They have to blitz a lot, and that does lead to busts. I don't think some of their blitz coverage is all that good. Um, as long as Tate plays okay, I expect FSU to, to score points here. Uh You have an explosive weapon in Benson. You have some really explosive receivers in Keon and Johnny. You know Bell got a lot of run against North Alabama. Obviously, Kentron has been uh, coming back and and just
0: finally getting healthier. Really, really nice nice practice yesterday too from eighty-eight. I mean, Tate coming coming online definitely. And Tate likes him, you know. And Tate has, I mean, a lot of lot of practice history there. Absolutely, exactly. So.
1: Look, it's interesting because some of the teams that that have really done well against Florida have have run a lot of gap stuff, like Kentucky gapped them pretty good, uh, which is something that you do with some of your counter stuff. But some teams have also run zone pretty effectively against them, right? I, I thought LSU ran the ball decently with some of their zone stuff. Obviously, you know Daniels is, is a just a, a freak this year. I mean, it, he's like he has more yards than Blake Corum, by the way. Mm. The Michigan kid, like, think yeah. about that. That's nuts. Uh, Missouri's kind of a mix. So, I think that I mean, one of the lingering questions after last game, and this is not like insider info, everybody saw him leave the game. And, and if you are at any of these games, you see him like on the sideline battling all the time. Is Mo Smith right now? Luckily, Darius Washington, I think, is a capable replacement if Smith can't go and offers a little more bulk, uh, than, than Mo Smith does, which is not necessarily the worst thing in this game, I think, because of how big UF is, right? Um, you know, I would have some concerns about Mo against guys who are 435 and 360. The 360 kid can actually, like, he is a good player and will probably play in the NFL. 435 guy, I'm, I'm not really sure uh, about that. But again, I mean, you know, whatever. So if you're Mike, like, how many shot plays can you scheme up? You know they're probably going to blitz you a lot. I don't think they're going to back off the blitz stuff against a – not a freshman quarterback in Tate, but a a first-time like starter in Tate, right? How is that going to play in the swamp? How does Tate handle some of the blitz checks? This is where I get a little nervous. It's not really Tate throwing the ball. It's more how does Rodemacher handle like some of the adjustments to the pressures, is he on the same page with, with the receivers? Because that—that's where the turnovers come, right? You know, strip sacks, miscommunications against blitz because he doesn't have as much experience with the first team offense. But I mean, I think this is a game you try to feed your studs, right? Johnny, Keon, especially Keon. Uh, if if they go Keon solo on on Marshall, I, I think that's a matchup that Keon can win. Um. And I think you 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 get your screen game working. I'm not saying you don't try to run the ball. Obviously, I I think you do. But um, you know, passes on first down are advantageous against this defense, especially with, with 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 how aggressive they are. And I I think it's something that you can that you can do. They also uh, they're 130th in explosive rush rate allowed. They are 133rd in explosive pass rate allowed. We talked about against Miami how it's okay to have strikeouts but not double plays. The exact same logic here applies except like times 10, right? Because you are getting another backup quarterback. You're getting another extremely uh, big, super aggressive defense. Now, Miami's defense is 100% better than UF's. is, But in style, like they both bring a whole lot of guys all the time. They're going to give up explosive plays you are an offense that hits explosive plays. Even though I don't think Tate is amazing, right? And, and like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that that this is not a major drop-off from Jordan because I think that's disingenuous. I also am not going to pretend that, that Norvell is not an excellent play caller, right? And has had success with much worse quarterbacks, I think, than Tate Rodemaker, you know? And also like, if Tate's not your starter next year, he's still like he doesn't suck. He's not he's a guy that like G5 schools or like low P5 would, would have a lot of interest in. So I don't think it, it's like, hey, you're going, you're playing a quarterback in the swamp who just can't play. I think Mike will work with him throughout the week to figure out stuff that he likes, that he feels good about, that have explosive play potential. And let's be real here. I mean, let's play, let's play paper, rock, scissors, okay? Paper. Rock, scissors. All right, what'd uh, you go with? Okay, you
0: know what? I, I threw some, scissors. You, you threw rock. Sometimes it you, does come down to that, and really does. I know people yeah. don't want to uh, to admit that, but sometimes you throw scissors, and the other guy got the paper, and you look like a genius. And sometimes you accidentally, uh, you know, blitz right into a screen, and uh, and that sucks. But yeah. Exactly.
1: One thing that always looks like a smart move is calling our buddies at the Legendary Team, Legendary Home Loans. Chad and Shannon do a tremendous job. 844-FSU-LOAN is the number to call. 844-FSU-LOAN. I've called that number. Well, I've actually called the number a lot of times. I talk to our guys. But our NOLCAS listeners have called that number over 500 times to get loans. And I I just think the the satisfaction is overwhelming uh, with with, with them. You You can look at the Google reviews. And in this market, I mean, interest rates aren't super low, if you guys haven't noticed. But that doesn't mean that people aren't buying homes. People have to move. People, People's families grow. Needs change. You do want somebody who's got a lot of experience in the industry, who can help structure your loan in the right way that fits you. I'm confident Chad and Shannon can do that for you all. And I recommend them wholeheartedly. So they've been a proud supporter of the NoCast, And, I, man, they're living and dying with every snap, for sure. Uh, I, I just, that was... Big, big-time Knoll fans, and and they love to work with other Knolls. All right, so. Keon, Johnny, Bell, Portier, Benson. I don't think Florida's back seven is amazing. If you if you can hold up up front, I think you can pop some explosive runs, and I think you can hit some explosive plays, especially off play action. As we just play paper rock scissors, a lot of this shit or sorry, a lot of this stuff just comes down to. Are, are you catching them in the blitz at the right time with some of your screen game stuff with ha- with the frequency with which they blitz, I think the answer is probably yes. You'll catch a couple just do you catch them at the right times? And you could, can you avoid the turnovers? Because I don't think Florida's defense or uh, offense is, uh, is bad, but it's probably not at top speed. I would say right now, Um you got anything else to add on the, uh, the UF defense? No, I mean,
0: <clears throat> that's, that's it for the most part. I think, I think you'll do well. I think Tate, um, it's going to, some of the stuff he does, some of the RPO, some, the way he works in the middle of the field, I think Paris with the weaknesses of this defense. Um, I, you know, as long as look, it's going to be, uh, going to be a, a nerve wracking environment Florida's you know, having a tough year. Nonetheless, the swamp the swamp and night games at the swamp are are exactly that. Um I think if you get started off positively on offense, you've got a chance to beat this team by 14 plus, maybe maybe more. Uh it's a lot of this will depend, in my opinion, as to, you know, how does Tate deal with uh with mistakes? How does Tate deal with, with some of these uh pressure schemes that they come up with and is it, uh, is it on to the next play and and not stuff that sticks with them? So,
1: totally agree. I, I will also say, Florida is not quite as bad as some of their numbers suggest. For a couple of reasons, one, like or at least on a down to down basis, like if you if you just turn on the film or if you have access to like coaches film, right, and you just watch all their offensive snaps, you watch all their defensive snaps. Like I, I had a buddy who coaches, and he texts me, he's like, how? how the hell did Florida lose to Arkansas? I was like, Oh, let me guess. You just watch their offense and you watch your defense. It's like, yeah. I said, all right, you, you can't really do that with them. You have to watch it within the context of game flow and sequence because Florida a has played the number one strength of schedule in the country by a lot of measures.
0: And so, uh, they're going to do that next year too, for what it's worth. That is noted. Yeah. I, I did no. notice that no Vanderbilt and
1: yes to Miami UCF and FSU. Yeah.
0: Um, and they get I think uh, be- what? – don't they get Texas and Oklahoma, I believe, next year? Uh, I know they get Texas. Yeah. I may be wrong on Oklahoma, whatever. I'm I think they worried. dodge Bama,
1: um, which is nice to dodge, but they they play Georgia as well. The yeah. other reason why it's hard to evaluate this team, like if you watch them on a down-to-down basis, they shoot themselves in the foot like crazy. I mean, we talked about the lack of fundamentals on defense and maybe trying to do too much on defense that they really can't do. But also guys, they for a long period of time this year were dead last in the country in EPA lost to special teams penalties and dead last in the country to EPA lost in short yardage situations via penalties. I don't know that's like entirely sticky and and like is that something you can count on them like having a 12 man penalty every game? So far it kind of has been, but there's no real reason to think that they have to do that every game, right? And so you, they may not just give it to you the entire time. Maybe they will. It, it is possible that, that they continue to play that way and that last week's loss was just soul-crushing. But I don't know that it's guaranteed to be like that. All right, let's talk a little bit about the Gators' offense. It has been uh, an interesting offense this year. A little bit better than I thought it was going to be, honestly. Uh, I was skeptical of some of their offensive line transfers they took. And I think I was correct in that, but Mertz was definitely better than I thought he was going to be. And that's uh, that's a credit to him, obviously, but he's out. And now they have a freshman quarterback in Max Brown, who uh, a friend of mine told me that, well, he throws the ball like a second baseman. And I said, yeah, but he runs like one too. He's like, there, there is that. So a little more mobile than Graham Mertz, I believe, but not a guy who has much experience. At what, all. what does
0: that mean exactly? Throws the ball like a second baseman. Just curious. Is that from like arm angle or what's the reference there? I I think like arm arm angle and, and not a like n- not a guy that has a
1: cannon. Okay. Okay. Um. Gotcha. You know. But hey, in college football, you can get away with that, right? It, it, you you can work a lot of stuff to the boundary. You can do. Yeah. You
0: know, no. Mertz was is way better than I thought he was going to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh. Credit to the kid. Played played hard. Better player than I thought he was going to be. That that was a good eval. Um,
1: all right. So Florida's official depth chart comes out Wednesday nights. They put their little injury designations on there. So that's not out yet. There are a couple of really important things to know here. First of all, their two receivers I think are, are really nice players, Pearsall and Wilson. Wilson's a true freshman, but he's he's a stud, uh, and Pearsall is really good. FSU is definitely better this year with their nickel stuff than they were last year, right? Um, I mean, they, greedy and Jerry, and did a pretty good job on Restrepo. Like I know they he missed him once or twice, but it's not like Restrepo went off, and Restrepo was a pretty nice nice slot guy for Miami. Florida likes to put Pierce Hall in the slot and work the ball to him a lot, and I would expect them to continue that. Now, here's a key. Austin Barber, their left tackle, did not play against Missouri with an injury. I don't know if he's going to play. Damian George, their right tackle, who they took from Alabama, a guy who hasn't played all that well, but I think the fact that he's played as much as he has is probably telling about what they have behind him. He uh, he went down against Missouri with like a lower leg injury, and it did not look good. So I don't know if he's going to play against you. If Florida's rolling into this game with two backup tackles and a freshman quarterback, FSU's defense needs to eat them up up front and cause massive problems. You're going to get a lot of zone run game for them. I think that's something that FSU probably can handle. FSU, or Gators' offensive line is very beefy. They will try to be physical. I do expect them to make mistakes, though, um, honestly. And I think your defensive line has the advantage over US offensive line, especially if you have both starting tackles out. We know from the preseason notes, Florida does not like their offensive tackle depth. They had injuries there that seemed to be important. Um, now, they got uh, Cam Waits back, who had an Achilles, I think, in spring or, or fall camp. Uh, and they got uh, Michael Mazuka back, who had a shoulder thing in the spring, so that's been helpful for them, right? And those guys aren't terrible, but like Jared versus is an NFL guy, and Peyton's an NFL guy eventually, and you know, you got Fisk, you you got Love it, Farmer, like those dudes, I think have a chance to make a real impact on this ball game. You know, I know FSU hoping to get Deloach back this week, um, and Florida's not a team that spreads you out a whole lot, right? So everybody saw Renardo in the sling at the game against North Alabama. I don't know if he's going to play or not. That would worry me more if you're playing like a big time spread team, but UF does not run a whole lot of three and four. Like they run some three wide, obviously because they put Pierce all in the slot, but they don't run a lot like four wide and chuck it all over the place. And I don't really think that this is the week they're going to start doing that. So if you had to roll with, um, wait, 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 uh, AZ a-
0: and, and, and with, uh
1: what? Greedy, like, Az
0: Jarian. I mean, you got you got yeah. good player. You got bodies. Jorian's turned into a better player than I ever would have yeah. imagined. Ventrell, very solid. Um, there's a lot of okay. teams
1: that would. There's a lot of teams that would take FSU secondary out there mm-hmm. a lot, including the one you're playing. I'm, sure. I'm pretty certain of that. You'll probably get a whole lot of bootleg action in this. It, Florida does that already quite a bit. That would seem to fit with this kid's skill set. It's one of their base plays, which means it, it, it's a play that he would have wrapped in practice quite a bit. With how quick he is, like you're gonna to have to be somewhat disciplined on the backside. You can't just go for a kill shot every play. Florida is is interesting because they they do occasionally hit explosive plays. They're almost always on early downs with play action type stuff, right? They want to take advantage of, of, of some of your some of your man coverage with some of their crossers. If you're more of a zone team, they, they want to try to hit you with some of that play action stuff, getting you creeping up against the run. They throw the second-most passes behind the line of scrimmage in the nation. Hmm. You will have to tackle well. Now, I don't think that's necessarily something that uh, has been a strength for the Knowles, but I don't think it's impossible that they have a good tackling game here. Uh, They rarely throw the ball down the field, and they operate slowly. So this is definitely contrast in styles, because if I'm Norvell, I want to go a little faster to try to take the crowd out of it some, to try to take some of these blitz calls away from Florida. So they can't dial up quite as complex shit. Sorry for cussing again. I'm I'm just I'm kind of amped up today. I'm I'm excited like for these games that have real juice. You're gonna have to be disciplined on defense. Understand it's a 60 minute fight, and that Florida is definitely liable to make mistakes and and turn the ball over, you know, and 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 have problems. They are legitimately a bad team in, in in obvious passing downs. Like that is a weakness of the offense with or without Mertz. I think with Mertz clearly. How much do they try it is an interesting question we need to ask here. Do you think we see a lot of quarterback draw, a lot of screens, that type of stuff in third and obvious? Probably depends on game state, right? If you're down, then they're going to have to try to chuck it around. If they're sort of hanging around, you probably get a lot of quarterback draw type stuff to to keep it around. But they will definitely, um, they'll, they'll knock themselves off schedule. They do allow a decent bit of havoc. They are uh, bottom 10 in the country in offensive line penalties. So, not a real disciplined football team in Gainesville. Um, 111th in sack rate allowed. So, there are opportunities here. They do have playmakers, both the backs, by the way. We, I can't believe we wouldn't mention the backs. Etienne and Johnson are really good. Anyone else is really good, man?
0: Congruity. Matt Lewis, fantastic spoken with matt a couple times this week great partner in the Nullcast. uh nothing but exceptionally positive feedback that i from a personal perspective can offer um and all that we've received from those who have partnered with him i believe matt um has most of if not all of the for the table empire at this point under his under his uh umbrella you, uh partnering with the people at legendary as well so um yeah. you know not only is it our listeners it's uh a big Circular family of Noel sponsors and supporters and, you know, those people who choose to work with Matt uh, have been nothing but uh, impressed and receive nothing but positive things. I think that this partnership has been uh, so successful that there's actually other people in the podcast space, bud, that are potentially looking to partner with congruity. So um, I think our listeners, Uh, Matt's been great. Sponsorships mean nothing if the people that reach out to your sponsors don't have a great experience. Yeah. Um, and you know, we are we are hesitant to people to partner with people in general, but particularly that of what is the most important to you: home loans, uh, the way your business operates, etc. Uh, we have no hesitation at all with congruity and would encourage you to reach out to them if you have a desire to learn more about the services that they offer. Yeah, or well, I think in general we are pretty picky about the sponsors we take because
1: it, it has to make sense for for our listeners and supporters and it has to make sense for the sponsor too. Like we've had ones we turned down like it would have been, you know, a nice chunk. I'm like I don't think we can deliver for you here. Like our audience doesn't match your needs. Or in some cases like you know just or 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 the reverse, right? It's just maybe like you're too localized, right? It you know, statewide business, regional businesses work really well for a show that has tremendous listenership you know, in Florida and then, you know, supportive listenership, you know, Georgia, Alabama, through the Carolinas, you know, in little pockets elsewhere. So yeah, I, I, Matt Lewis and those guys do an awesome job. And we hope
0: all of our sponsors have an amazing Thanksgiving. Um, you have any particular Thanksgiving fallbacks? I mean, there aren't really Thanksgiving movies, per se- I guess, planes, trains and automobiles, if that's, uh, that may be Thanksgiving. I don't know. That's uh, I'm enjoying I mean, I'll enjoy the next two days. It'll be nice. nice yeah, I'm
1: uh, t- turning the phone off, and um, <laughs> it'll it'll be it'll be a good time, man. Um, no, I'm 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 certainly excited to see you know what uh, what goes down, and I, I'm not a big turkey guy. Like I'm not mm-hmm. anti turkey. It's just
0: I, you I still know, do like, a brisket.
1: I'm not doing a brisket this year. Uh, we we've done that in years past. Um, I I will say that brisket that I was wet aging.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I forgot to cook it, so it's been wet aging for like. It's a been,
0: little it's it's gotten. Uh, it's it's been like very a
1: it, wet aged. It's in the garage fridge. I probably need to throw it out. It, it's about a ten monther, and I'm like, there's. No, <laughs> I don't think I I can I can. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a health code thing. I, I would, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna like Chris Gentry would get after me, uh, for sure. If uh, if if I did that, um, it's probably prediction time here. Look, Florida's not as bad as their record. But you're still a better team than the Gators are, I think.
0: Yep. No, I mean, uh, we'll all be wearing our uh, our home field jackets as we go to uh, Madison Social on Saturday night to celebrate, in my opinion, homefieldapparel.com. You can go NoelCast23, get your wonderful coupon. Keep those people in mind as you do some of your uh, holiday shopping here. And the next couple of days, they've been long-time, uh, multiple-year supporters of the Knollcast, And we thank them, as always. And Matt and his team just have it cooking, whether it's Charlie Park last weekend or Madison Social at any time. Uh, the young kids have pretty much turned Township into uh, just, I don't know what it is. Just every time I walk by, there's a 90-person line to get inside. So Township, uh, Township's doing okay, I can assure you that much. But uh, no, great people. Graduation reservation's coming up, man. Matt Gotta Thompson's uh, looking to try to do a couple different things in support of Jordan Travis as well. Matt's just a, uh, as I say, the uh, the ultimate like reflection of Seminole fandom and and love for the university and the program and everything else. So I love partnering and and supporting Matt and any opportunity we get. Um, He's all dire, right, bud. Man. Prediction. I had it. I had it last night, and I'm kind of I'm kind of reevaluating myself uh, at this point. But I'm going to go 35 24 Florida State. Nice. Um, I'm going to go a little bit lower,
1: and I'm going to go 31 20. I Mike's entire track record says that he scores points you got elite weapons. I think he can dial up enough stuff that Tate is comfortable with. I, I mean, look, Barber didn't play against Missouri. How good can he – maybe he was just a one-week thing where he couldn't get ready. The George thing looked bad to me. So mm-hmm. maybe he plays, maybe he doesn't. I'm going to assume with my prediction that they don't. If you're someone who's betting this, I would probably wait to see if those guys warm up because that's sort of an undersold thing that I don't think people appreciate in the betting line so much. Like, last week, Tennessee didn't have either of their starting tackles warming up against Georgia. I'm like, that's going to go poorly, in my opinion, mm-hmm. because we already saw that – that like, we saw Florida whip those guys when they didn't have their their two starters in, in Gainesville because the one guy got hurt and the other guy got popped for weed the night before the game.
0: Um, I didn't know that. I yeah. didn't know that. Went well for Tennessee for one play. Looked great. Uh, and then – Oh, no, that, in, so in
1: Florida. But the same guys were out against Georgia. Like I was saying like we we'd already seen how Tennessee looked without their starters.
0: Yeah. In the I'm saying I was just joking about Tennessee oh. taking the first first play to the house and then it didn't work out real well. Against yeah, Georgia. that was uh
1: Again. Did you yeah. see the funny video where um, I did. I
0: did. I you know, sent it to a lot of Georgia fans? Absolutely. It was amazing.
1: <laughs> so, look, I, Florida has weapons. There are some things they do offensively that I think are are, you know, trouble for you some of the crossers and stuff like, like you'll you'll have to chase those pierce hall is a legit nfl guy both backs will pr- probably play in the league you know and and they're they're not as bad as you think but i think you got a lot of veteran football players you don't have, i don't think you have to lean on tate i think mike can get enough enough confidence in Tate to hit some explosive plays and for the defense to play well enough to get out of gainesville i'll go to noles
0: 31 20 31 20. Four touchdowns and one non-traditional touchdown in my uh, mental mental idea as to how you get to 35 there. So let's see it. Always a tough place. I'll forever be scarred by the 97 game when I went when I was 13 years old. And that's a toughie, but uh, look forward to getting back to Gainesville. Uh, This team's banged up, but it's one of the best teams that I've ever been around as far as just – I. I'd love for it, love for it for these guys to be able to see this through, and uh, I think they do on Saturday.
1: So, final note: we didn't touch special teams. Their special teams are are pretty decent. Their kick returners are really good, kicking the ball through the end zone this week, and just not taking chances with those guys. In my opinion, if you can do it, is advisable because then you make a true. Then you make a freshman go out there and operate, you know, every time from his twenty-five. So, yeah. cool. all right, don't screw around with that. <laughs> awesome man, I'll see. I'll see you on uh, on Saturday. All
0: right, brother. Look forward to it. Right, Absolutely. Everybody.